0: Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Money Girl podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a nationally recognized personal finance expert and author of multiple books and audiobooks. I work as a speaker, spokesperson, and content creator to advance financial education and literacy. My mission for this show is to give you the information, tools, resources, and inspiration to live rich and love the journey. You can learn more about me over at lauradadams.com. Today's show is for everyone who has insurance, which should be the vast majority of listeners. This is an area that I specialize in. So when a question came up from Melanie, who's a member of my Dominate Your Debt Facebook group, I thought it would be great to discuss it in more detail here. And by the way, if you're interested in joining the group, you can search for Dominate Your Debt on Facebook, or you can send me a text message. Just text GROUP400 to the number 33444, and I'll send you an invitation right now. By the way, Melanie did give me her permission to use her name and her question. So here's a summary of what she said. My husband and I are over 30 years old and have clean driving records. Even though we have every discount possible, and high deductibles, I feel like we're paying too much for car insurance, but our credit scores are fair. Do car insurance companies use your credit score to determine your rates? In this episode, I'll discuss the relationship between your credit and what you have to pay for different types of insurance. You'll learn why insurance companies care about credit in the first place, how the rules for using credit vary depending on where you live, and exactly how much poor or even fair credit can cost. If you're a regular Money Girl podcast listener, you already know that credit plays a huge role in your financial life. It affects whether you can get approved for credit accounts like mortgages, car loans, and credit cards, and the interest rate you have to pay for those accounts. Whenever I write or talk about building and maintaining good credit, I have to tell you, some people really push back and tell me that having good credit doesn't matter because you shouldn't have debt or credit cards in the first place. For the record, I don't agree with that point of view. Using credit cards responsibly and taking on debt that you can afford can be extremely wise. That's what I call dominating your debt. For instance, buying a home that appreciates in value, getting a car that allows you to go to work, or attending college so you learn valuable skills. These are all examples of how leveraging someone else's money can allow you to build wealth over time. The important point that well-meaning anti-credit advocates are missing is that credit affects you in many ways that have absolutely nothing to do with going into debt. I want to repeat that credit affects you in many ways that have absolutely nothing to do with going into debt. So what do I mean by that? Well, credit also affects how much you have to pay for insurance. We're going to talk more about that. It affects whether you can get approved to rent an apartment or home. So if you choose not to have a mortgage, that's going to apply to you whether a potential employer who checks credit history will hire you, and whether you can qualify for certain types of government benefits. When you understand that credit affects much more than your ability to get a credit card, you realize that building and maintaining good credit should be one of your top financial priorities. Otherwise, having poor or even fair credit is going to cost you. I realize that on the surface, it may seem strange that an insurance company would evaluate your credit when insuring something like your vehicle or your home. Let me explain why they care and the types of policies that are affected. In order for an insurance company to be profitable enough to pay out all the potential future claims it will receive, It has to take in more than enough money and premiums from customers. If they miss the mark and they don't predict this accurately, then they can't afford to pay out your claims and they're going to go out of business. So insurers are very interested in how often you're likely to file claims and how expensive those claims could be. They use complicated predictive modeling based on claims that they've received in the past. Additionally, insurance is regulated at the state level, not the federal level, so companies have to set rates based on what's legally allowed in each state where they want to do business. Different studies by insurance industry regulators, universities, insurance companies, and independent auditors have shown that consumers with good credit file fewer insurance claims. There's a mathematical correlation, and therefore, Customers with good credit are less risky customers. That's why insurers have been evaluating your credit for more than a decade, whether you realize it or not. It's just one more tool to help them determine risk. So whether you like it or not, insurance companies can use credit to set rates for auto and home insurance in most states. I'll tell you which states prohibit the use of credit in just a moment. Some states also allow life insurance companies to evaluate your credit for policies that exceed a certain amount. But credit is not a factor when it comes to your health insurance. According to the Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare, insurers can only use five factors when setting health insurance rates they are where you live, your age, the size of your household, whether you use tobacco that's the case in most states, and the type of plan you choose. The rating factors for health insurance are much more restrictive than other types of insurance. Health insurance companies cannot use credit, gender, or even the state of your health when setting rates, no matter if you get coverage through an employer or on your own. So when it comes to auto and home insurance, about 90 to 95% of carriers use what's called a credit-based insurance score to evaluate you. This is different than a regular credit score, such as FICO or Vantage Score or any other of the brand name credit scoring models that you may have heard of. These are the ones that a mortgage lender or a credit card company may use. Both types of scores, the ones that insurance companies use and regular credit scores, use information in your credit report. However, they're trying to forecast different things. Insurance scores help predict how likely you'll be to have a future insurance loss and file a claim. And a regular credit score helps predict how likely you are to repay a debt. Unlike a regular credit score, you don't have access to an insurance score because there's no standard model used by all insurers or credit agencies. Insurance companies don't let the public know precisely how they use your credit to set rates because underwriting methods are highly guarded in the industry. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsandFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion clarit d is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take clarit d and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. A common question I get when I talk about credit-based insurance scores is how often different companies are checking it. You know, how often are they checking in to see what's going on with your credit? Different carriers will check your credit-based insurance score at different times. But it's typically used when you apply for a new policy. Not every time your existing policy is up for renewal. In other words, changes to your credit that are happening on a month-to-month basis probably won't affect your premiums once you're already signed up for a policy. Now, that can be helpful if your credit gets worse, but it also means that you could be overpaying for insurance if your credit improves over time. The best advice I can give you when it comes to insurance and getting the best rate is to shop. You want to shop your auto and your home insurance policies every single year so you can find out if you qualify for a lower rate. There's no negative side effect to shopping. And if you don't find a lower rate, well, you can just stay with your current company. As I previously mentioned, insurance is regulated by states. So the rating rules vary depending on where you live. While no state allows credit to be the only factor in setting your insurance rate, a few states have banned the use of credit in insurance completely. So for auto insurance, policies for the residents of California Hawaii, and Massachusetts cannot be rated using credit history. And for home insurance, it's a little different. Policies for residents of California, Maryland, and Massachusetts cannot be rated using credit history. A lot of people are really surprised by how much your credit can affect what you have to pay for insurance. A recent study by Insurance Quotes found that across the nation, consumers with poor credit pay an average of 100% more for home insurance than those with excellent credit, so double what those with excellent credit are paying. Even having fair credit costs you 32% more on average than if you had excellent credit. The study breaks down the data by state and shows that homeowners in Montana pay the most when they have fair credit, That's 66% more than residents with excellent credit. And then the next most expensive are Washington, D.C., Texas, Colorado, and Arizona. Another study about the impact of credit on auto insurance also showed huge increases, but they're not quite as high as the impact of credit on home insurance. The average increase for having poor credit was 91% and fair credit was 24%, when compared to having auto insurance with excellent credit. The most expensive states are Missouri, Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, and Illinois. In all of them, it's about a 27 or 28% increase for having fair credit versus excellent credit. Now let's get back to Melanie's question. The answer is a resounding yes, auto insurance companies use your credit when setting rates. But as we've reviewed here, How much it affects your rate or whether it's even considered at all depends on the state where you live. So if you get one big takeaway from this podcast, I want it to be that when you build and maintain a good credit history, you'll see the benefits in many areas of your financial life, including paying less for auto and home insurance. So Melanie, thank you so much for being a debt dominator and participating in the group with this great question. And if you're interested in how to increase your credit-based insurance score, it's really the same strategies that you're going to use to increase your regular credit score. And I created something called the Credit Score Survival Kit to help you with this. It's a free tutorial that includes a video, a short ebook, and an audio book. I'm going to include a link to download it on the Money Girl page at quickanddirtytips.com. Just look for this episode, which is number 415 the truth about credit and insurance rates. Or you can text the phrase credit score with no space to the number 33444. Again, to get the free credit score survival kit, text credit score to the number 33444. And thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and you're getting good value from the show, please let me know. Take a moment to submit a review of the show in iTunes. You can also find me on Twitter at Laura Adams. That's L-A-U-R-A-A-D-A-M-S. Feel free to send me a question or a comment at any time. Did you know that there are now over 400 Money Girl shows? Even though you can only get the last 20 or 25 through iTunes or the Stitcher app or SoundCloud, however you get the show, the full archive is available for free at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. At KPMG, we make the difference. It's not just something we say, it's what we do. Our professionals believe in the value of collaboration and the power of technology. We work closely with clients to uncover insights that illuminate opportunity, develop bold solutions that innovate industries, and create better outcomes driven by data. Brighter insights. Bolder solutions. Better outcomes. It's how our people make the difference, driving growth and value for our clients. KPMG. Make the difference. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories.